What is up, y'all? What is going on? Welcome to another episode, and this is going to be a great episode, man. I appreciate y'all tuning in. I got my boy, Guti, Gusto, Goot, over here, um, musician, entrepreneur. Uh, he's got a clothing line. Man, I'm going to let him get into his story, y'all, but um, I ran into him, uh, ran across him on uh, YouTube uh, in courtesy of uh, Hoodstock, so lucky, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to him for uh, putting you on there, man, and putting you out to the rest of the world like that, you know, so I can at least find you, man. That was huge. Uh, his music captivated me. Uh, I love West Coast music, man, and, and something about your 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 your, your voice, your delivery, uh, just everything about it, man, just honestly blew me away, and I loved it, and I've been beating the fuck out of it for, like, the last fucking several days, man. Um, but uh, I'm going to play y'all a little snippet of uh, my favorite song, man. I think this was the one—actually, this was the one that, that uh, um, actually— Got me on uh, Hoodstocks, man. So I'm gonna give y'all a little taste before, before I even have him introduce himself right quick. Make a way for my family. No shame in my game. I get paid a decent salary. Stay on the clock. Putting in that overtime. Mexican like mine pop. Yeah, I was born to grind. Born to shine. Was destined to get up. Full of pride. Yeah, I'm Mexican as fuck. Ain't had much luck growing up, but I made it out. Took a while to figure out what this paper about. Fuck chasing clout. Chase money, you dumb. Man, 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 man. That was just a little taste, motherfuckers. There you go. That was just a little taste for y'all. I'm going to get to a little one uh, towards the end. But, uh, Gucci. Yo. Welcome, man. Welcome. Welcome Yo. on to Scrolling Through Life, man. I appreciate you considering it. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day. I appreciate you, uh, you know, just coming through, man. I appreciate it. Nah, man. Thank you, bro, for having me on. I'm humbled. Of course, man. Really? Of course, man. There was no way. There was no way that I was just not. You know what I'm saying? Not gonna try to fucking get a hold of you, my dude. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Tell us, uh, you know, where you from? You know what I'm saying? How you grew up? What made you you? Oh, I'm Guti. Friends call me Gut. All right. Recently started calling me Gusto or Gusto, or <laughs> but yeah, Guti Avila. Um, I. I was born in 87. Right. Grew up in Watts, okay. California. All right. It was, you know, real humble beginnings, you know, um, real humble, like poor, like really poor. Grew up. Right. Roach right. infested, rats. Shit. It was bad, yo. Right. Like, we were just getting by, bro. Like, living, like, crowded, you know, like the stereotypical Mexican family. Yeah. Like, it was pops, uncles, grandma, sisters living all under the same roof in a small little apartment. Right. Yeah, it was. I didn't really have shit, bro. Um, but we made do. Yeah, man. But it but it makes you appreciate shit, though, doesn't it? You know what I'm saying? Definitely, like, like, like for every sure, bro. It makes you grateful as fuck for the little shit, the simple <laughs> thing, you know, like. Cause you know it's like the struggle. So when you you get a little something, it's like yo, you don't take it for granted. You know? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's. A, you know, um, growing up like that not only um, um, makes you appreciate the little things, man, but it it makes you a very very strong individual, a very very resilient person all uh, all the way around. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to learn how to, you know, what I'm saying Definitely. Survive, survive. Yeah. <laughs> not even just financial, bro, but like everything. Mentally, bro. Like before, I, so I skipped the part where like 
three months after I was born, my mom, my biological mother, she she committed suicide, bro. She put a gun to her head, right? And oh, uh, okay. You know, Sorry about yeah, that. Yeah. So my grandma ended up raising me and my dad too, you know. But after my mom committed suicide, my dad he just you know spiraled with the alcohol, you know, yeah. and drugs, and he wasn't really around. You know what I'm saying? Like he. He was there, like, all the time there, but not really there, you know? Like, he wouldn't go, like, do the stuff that, you know, dads, you know, like, play catch with me or, like, shit like yeah. that. Or go to my parent-teacher meetings or to my t-ball game or baseball game. He was never there. Like, my aunties would go to my parent-teacher meetings at school and stuff. You know, Pops was, he was always there, and he loved me. I knew he loved me, but right. he was always gone, like, at the bar, you know, or, like just drinking his pain away like he, he never replaced moms either like he was always just a single dad and his his mom my grandma who i grew up calling mom right or mommy you know um it was just us bro how many how many y'all um how many other siblings did you have i have one other sister she's a year older than me okay okay Nancy. i love you sis I was gonna say, so y'all must be, as soon as you said a year apart, you guys must be pretty close, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Super close, man. Yeah, man. I, I, you know, like, you know, you say that about your dad, man. I'm like, like I'm over here trying to picture how, I mean, that's that's not, I don't even think anybody could talk unless you've been through something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like losing your, like, 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 like that's tough, man. That's tough, yeah. man. But like you said, it made me strong, bro. Resilient yeah. as fuck. Like I could, you know, but, but I mean, don't get it. <laughs> Like, don't get me wrong, bro. Like, my pops was, like, my best friend, bro. Like, right, right. he was an alcoholic and, you know, drug addict. Like, he was always, like, my best friend in the world, Joe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I love him to, unconditional, bro. Like, Respect. He man. taught me a lot of what not to do, too, though. You know, that's the... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, definitely always be there. It's yeah. Like, that's still that in me. So, growing up in Watts... um, you know, I'm from Minneapolis, Minnesota. So, like, growing up in Watts back then, all right, how, I mean, how was that? I mean, you know, I'm saying everybody knows. Everybody knows, you know what I'm saying, unless you live there, we just know what we see. But, like, tell us a little bit, like, what was it like growing up in Watts at, so for you that have been, what, like, you know, the 90s? Yeah, so, I mean. It, it was it was all bad. Like, it was gang infested. It was killings, every, all, you know, all yeah. drugs, just everything that you see. But, like, Man, it, it's hard, bro. And and you could easily, you know, dive into that life and, and not come back out. But me, luckily, I don't know if people had like some kind of pity or some sympathy towards me because of my situation with my mom and anything. Right. So they, they kind of took me under their wings and was like, now nah, we're going to raise him. So it's like a community literally like raised me. Right. Like, cause we grew up in these apartments, right? It was two apartments, one apartment, but it was like two on each side facing each other. Like, yeah. And in it, it was it was special circumstances. I feel cause it, it was all family, literally aunties and uncles all lived in all those apartments. Right. And then friends of family, like people that lived there, they became family, bro. Like, and they all like kept me out of that in a way. If if that makes any sense, like. No, of course. Because um, gangs were all around, bro. I could and I was into it, you know, because of rap music and all that shit. I grew up listening to, to Pac. Yeah. To other gangster rap type stuff. And I loved it. I was infatuated by it, but 
and I could have, but I think baseball, my, you know, my cousins, older cousins and stuff, kept yep. me into baseball and then music became a passion. And that's why I, I kind of give the credit to that for like saving my life to this day. Like, just to keep you out of trouble and stuff and keep you busy so so you don't fall into all that other shit at all. Yeah, definitely. Because I was definitely surrounded by it. It was all around, bro. Like, Yeah. I mean, yeah, man, that's crazy because, you know, like I said, um, you know, all we know, because, I mean, obviously I'm not from there, so all I know is what I, you know, say here. But, um, yeah, I couldn't. That'd be tough, man, growing up like that. You know what I mean? Um, being in an environment like that, because just as a teenager, you'd just be attracted to 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 that life, you know what I'm saying, or to that street, especially when you got the time, you know what I mean? If you don't, if, if you're not staying busy doing something, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, that's just gonna pull you in, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, it, no, no, go ahead. Yeah, you, you see that they, they're like, oh damn, they got all the girls and they got the money and the cars and all that. And it's, yeah, like, especially when you broke as fuck, like you don't have shit, like- It's, it's that like, fast money. I could just start slaying or something. But nah, man, I'd rather struggle, bro, like, I had good OGs, bro. Like good yep. role models, bro. Yeah, yeah. They were like, nah, you ain't gonna gangbang. You ain't gonna not you you know, you gonna come on. Like and then and they a lot of my family was gangbangers. <laughs> but they're like, nah, this ain't this ain't it. So the, were so. you I don't wanna get into it yet because we're gonna get into that a little deeper, but like were you were you like uh Rapping back then a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Back then as a teenager, were you kind of spent a little bit here and there, or was that? Is that <laughs> had, so? I touch on that on um, this track called Blank Cassettes, right? Yep. Back then, what the extent of my rapping was, it was uh, I would take my cassettes, right, and I would record songs off of uh, either the radio or like CDs, right? Right. That I would borrow, and then. Uh, I would play them and I would write the lyrics. Like I would play one line, stop, I would pause it <laughs> and write that line. And then I would rewind it and then stay with it and then write the next line. It was a whole process, right? And then I would, that's how I would memorize all of, you know, mostly it was all Tupac that I would. Yep. Um, I can hear that. I can hear it in you uh, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So I would write, but other people's songs, like with the pencil and the paper, like, like word for word and I would keep lyrics like that and uh, memorize them yeah Let me, I wasn't writing my own stuff yet how old were you when I started writing I was in the ninth grade bro like oh wow okay yeah I was at Locke High School um my homie Malachi he's my bro now you know we grew <laughs> we became bro brothers man but uh we uh and then we formed a little group too. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, uh, but uh, he got me interested in writing. I went to the studio because I knew he had a little at the WLCAC center out here. Yeah. Uh, he invited me, and I, once I rapped and I recorded one song, it was over for me. Like it was rap. Like I you knew were just I hooked. wanted to rap. See, that's it was therapeutic, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. So um, that's what I was going to ask you. Also, like, did writing start to become like that, that uh, escape for you? You know what I mean? Like that it's, it's, it's something kind of escape reality. The, you know what I'm saying? The environment you were in kind of like everything like that. Just kind of let me start writing. Let me start writing everything I see and everything that's going on right here. Most Is, definitely, yeah. bro. I would pull from like past experiences too, you know, and just what I felt 
at the time and, and just pushed and like turned the negative into a positive. You know how you channel that energy? He might. Feel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Um, at one point, I was writing all day, every day. At one point, I, I just, that was. Oh, wow. You know, so, yeah. So, so you knew that's what you wanted to do. So, you knew music is what you wanted to do from the yeah. get. I was taking it serious for sure. At, yeah. at one point, I wanted to pursue it as a career, but it didn't really, you know, pan up. <laughs> so I just started doing it for fun because I still love it. I do, like, I'm passionate about it. I take it seriously. Yeah. Like my craft. But as far as trying to make it in the industry, ah, that ship has sailed for me. I'm. But that's when things happen, though, my dude. You know what I mean? Like, when you start being a little more carefree and kind of like, ah, fuck it, man. I'm just doing this shit just for the fun of it now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think... I think once you once you let those guards down and, and you become vulnerable and you're just like, ah, nah, man, I'm just, you know, just fuck it now. That's when I start, I think you you start doing just all your, you know what I'm saying, all the, uh, you start doing it right, I guess is what I'm trying to say, because you're not, you're not grinding for, you're grinding for a different reason, if that kind of, right. if that kind of makes sense. Um, yeah. I've actually heard from your first album to uh, Sober Thoughts, you can hear the growth. You can hear the changes. You can hear your progress. You know what I'm saying from each album, man. Which is which is crazy, man. Um, and I could tell. You can tell that you were taking it serious. You can tell the you know um, just the lyrics and just the. You can hear it in your voice, like I said, like I'm saying the passion and you know what I'm saying you were doing each time, and you can actually just hear the difference in how much better you were getting. I mean, I love the first album too, but. Um, what, so growing up as a teenager like that, you were trying to get into music. You got baseball going on, but you got everything else going on around you. You had to be getting in some trouble, my dude. You had to be, you know what I mean? Like the rest of us teenagers, like what was going on at that time that, you know what I mean, in your life? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I was bad, bro. Growing up was bad. I was growing up too fast. And yeah. Like, just, you know, I remember this stands out to me. <laughs> um, like I was banned from the playground all of my fourth grade year I, I couldn't go outside and play because like I from school say, constantly was fighting <laughs> shit yeah I, I had a I don't know what uh, it was but you think it was just a, you think it was a lot of like built up uh like anger and stuff like that just kind of from just growing up and maybe you know what I mean like maybe, maybe I, not looking back maybe I was you know just crying out for attention or something. I don't know. Of course. Yeah. Um, do you think, so like you, you know, your mom passed away afterwards, but like, is that something, I mean, obviously you probably wondered, but like, is that something that, that was always in you that you were you know what I'm saying always kind of hurting that, that you kind of, oh, that you kind of just bottled in throughout, throughout the years and shit like that? Definitely, bro. Like, it was a, a touchy subject. So when, you know, the oh, your mama, so like those jokes that when I was in elementary, right? they didn't go, bro. Don't. Uh, mama, don't talk about my mama. Yeah. And kids, yeah. kids is some motherfucking pieces of shit sometimes, man. You yeah, know what I'm saying? So it, that's what it, it automatic was. Yeah. On, like you say any, yeah, I'm going to punch you or you'll beat you up or whatever. But no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I mean, so, uh, you know, like, you know, I just kind of laugh, but but I'm laughing because I know how fucking nasty kids can be. You know what I mean? And 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 and, and especially when kids find stuff like that out, it's just you know what I'm saying for the bullies and stuff. It ain't nothing just but but an open door, man. Um, so and like at the time, I, it was I felt like 
it was like my fault. <laughs> you know, I blame myself yeah, for the longest. Of course, man. I, I mean, yeah, I could see that. Um, at what was helping you cope with all that stuff when you were a teenager? Besides writing, like you know what I mean. So writing, writing was your escape. But like, um, so I started drink, man, bro. <laughs> I started drinking at like thirteen. I think thirteen. I think thirteen. And and I started out drinking those uh, what is it, those Mad Dog twenty twenties or whatever the fuck those things are called. <laughs> like you know, I started yeah. drinking those, man. And and yeah, like how old, like like at what age were you at that time when you you know what I'm saying when you started kind of experimenting with with stuff getting in trouble or whatever so the very first time i got like they would give me little corners you know like the last little taste or yep. whatever when i was little like a little kid right and but the very first time i don't even i i, I was in mexico bro i was probably like 14 or something and i got drunk as fuck to where I thought I was going to die. Right. Yeah, like super drunk. Like it was, I didn't know that I, you know, that it would have that effect on me. Right. So I was, I was drinking out there with my family, you know, out there in the Pueblo and um, um, where my, where my mom and my dad grew up at. Right. Their home, you know, yeah. They're a hometown. Yeah, they're hometown. Yeah, it's really poor and everything, but we would always go out there and um with my grandma right and um yeah it, it, it'd be like uh every august they'd have like a like 10 day long party like out there shit yeah. and you were how and, uh, old and you were 14 at this time yeah, when yeah and i got super super drunk you would think like that would be like all right i never want to drink again right but nah <laughs> it, it, it just continued and after that it was I don't know, bro. Every, I became a, for years, bro, especially after my grandma passed, yeah. you know, who I called my mom. When she passed, it was, I, I, I spiraled, like, oh, I, and, could, uh, I could imagine, man. I was drinking all day, every day, bro. Like, even at work, thought I was a functioning alcoholic, but I was, That's I what, <laughs> no, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, bro. Um, yeah, uh, I can imagine, man. And I'm pretty sure Grandma was the one putting you in check when you was fucking up anyway, right? Well, when I was younger, but see, yeah. like Grandma and my other uncle, they both had strokes, multiple strokes. Okay. So they became bedridden, bro. So in my adolescent years, bro, I was like taking care of my uncle. Like I was, you know, feeding him, changing his diapers and bathing him, taking him to his doctor's appointments. And I was responsible for him pretty much early. And this like, is, yeah, early on. So it kept me in the house pretty much too. Like that kind of, I think, contributed to me staying out the street also. Cause I knew I had to give him his medicine at a certain time. Right. You know, I knew I had to feed him. And my sister, she she did that for my, for our mom, our grandma. Right. Because I, I wasn't going to change grandma, you know, it was. No, different. I got you. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, that too, bro, like, having that, like, responsibility as a adolescent, oh. like, it was. I was just going to say that, man, that's heavy, bro. Like, that's heavy yeah. as fuck. Like, that's heavy. Like, right now you're saying that, like, you know, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to um, 
think as a teenager having to do that and have everything else going on, teenage life and just everything else going on, like that's 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 some fucking weight, yo. Yeah, bro. Straight up. Um, but, you know, like you said, um, you know, I'm over here thinking about it. Like, if you didn't have those times to be in the house, like you're saying, you know what I'm saying, and that responsibility at such a young age to do what you had to be doing, um, would music have been being made at that time? You know what I mean? Would we have the same type of music that you're doing right now? Um, you know what I mean? Uh, it's it, it's uh, to just see, I guess, the silver line, you know what I'm saying? You know, kind of keeping you out of that shit, you know what I'm saying, out of the streets at the time, which was great, man. Um, yeah. Pops, he was, it was Pops always at home. He, his thing was like, Guti, I know you're going to get fucked up, you know, and you're going to try different shit. Like, just just do it here. Like, yeah. I'll do it with you. You right. know, come get drunk with me. Like, we can drink together. You want to smoke some weed? I'll, I'll hit the blunt with you. Right. You want to do some coke? We we could do some coke. Like, <laughs> pop. That was pops, bro. Right. I, well, yeah. I mean, I can see from his point of view, though. You know what I mean? Like, man, I, I got to keep him here in the house. Um, yeah. he didn't want nobody to lace me with some bullshit. You yeah, know, like, like, buddy. Me, like, have me lose my mind and never come down from some because they gave me some garbage. Some you know, yeah. Um, so that was his thing was trying to protect me in the sense he's like I know you're gonna do it anyway so come do it here I welcome it I'm not gonna turn you away like no you don't you better nobody you're not gonna smoke weed in my house he wasn't like that bro he right was, he was like come here like I just rather I just want you to be home where I know you're safe yeah so now so now let me ask you this did that help you or did that make you say nah I'm cool I don't want to do it with you like <laughs> no no nah, he Pops was cool. He was a fun drunk. Like, he, you know, he yeah. tried to take me to a strip club. And stuff. <laughs> yeah. I need to take my pops to one someday, man. My dad's like, my pops is like, like, like in 78, I think, 79. I'm trying, you know, I need to take him to one, man. Um, like, what all did you, so like, what all was going on that time? Like, you know, at your, were things starting to get dark yet at that time for you? Were you starting to go through like, you know what I mean? Was there shit you were going through or was it just not even, not there yet? No, yeah, it was bad, bro. Like, um, just, just losing loved ones, you know, and it, I was just numbing out, you know, and, but once my, like, I hit bottom, bro, like, I, I just, I was desperate, bro. Like I knew I was gonna die, bro. I started. I ended up sleeping on the street, bro. You know, and it was it was all bad. That was um, that was after your grandma passed away. Yeah, bro. After grandma passed, it, I I didn't want to live no more, bro. I actually I wanted to join the military, like so I can go be infantry. Hell yeah. My, my thought was I was too scared to do it myself. Right. You know, but I wanted to go be frontline infantry uh, so I can get killed, like. Yeah, yeah, Honestly, yeah. Bro. You know, it's funny you say that, man. Um, how you just said, like, you know, like you were afraid to do it yourself. Um, you know, at my darkest times, you know, and I, and I talk about this in my podcast, in one of my podcasts, and I've talked about this to my therapist before. Um, you know, like I'll say things about fleeting thoughts of suicide, but I'm like, yo, like I love life too much. I'm too scared to fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I've had the gun to my saying to my head before, you know what I mean? Like many times, uh, drunk too. And I'm surprised, you know, I never slipped and fucking blew my damn brains out. You know what I'm saying? But like you said it perfectly, man. I think, you know, when we're in a dark place like that, especially for people like us that, you know, already 
like we're still savable if that kind of makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Because we love life so much, so we're not there yet. You know what I mean? And and, and I think that's huge when you say that because a lot of people think like it's over and, and that's it. And it's like, nah, bro, like you can still pull yourself out of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. you just gotta have, uh, you know, a little bit of, um, uh, a little bit of mental strength. But I, I think the biggest thing, and I'm gonna ask you about this, uh, the biggest thing I think is support system. Mm. You know what you I'm saying? Right, you hit the nail on the head, bro. Yeah. Like my, my, my wife, she's who gave me that support system, that tough love that I needed at the time because she was pregnant with my, my middle child yeah and she stopped letting me in the house like she's like if you if you drunk or drink if you drink you can't come in here and he was that's dope he was about to be born like um and and yeah she would not let me in bro but that was because she didn't want me to you know i could still drink she gonna let me in anyway how long have you know. how long have you known her i'm gonna ask you that because i'm assuming a while yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Sixteen years. I met her shortly after our my firstborn son was born. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, man. And, uh, so she was the one who's 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 putting you putting you in check. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Bro. I I I, t- I tell her all the time, like, you saved my life. Like she really did. Bro. But yeah, all the the times where I felt like suicide or had suicidal thoughts. My kids also, you know, my kids definitely kept me here, bro, because. I couldn't, I like, damn, I know how I felt, you know, when my mom passed it. Yeah. I don't want to make my kids feel that way, you know? So. That's, that's very interesting you say that. Um, because you do know how that felt, you know what I'm saying? So you can actually put yourself in their, in, in their uh, shoes and you know what I mean? It's, it's like, for me, it was always my kids too, but you're right. I never, I mean, I never thought it from that perspective, like you just said, like, how are they gonna feel? I just was like, man, like, they they, they need me is all I was really thinking, you know what I mean? But I never really put into thoughts, like you just said, oh man, like, how this is really, really gonna fucking affect them and, and you know, how this is gonna, um, how are they, you know what I'm saying? How are they gonna feel about it, I guess, is what, you, is what I'm trying to get at, but you already know that, and, I, and, and it's very important that you said that, because I really never thought about it in depth like that, man, but that's interesting. Um, what, so, you know, for me, for instance, for me, um, I, I was an asshole, like a fucking asshole, man. Like, like I, like, like I want to say I'm a happy drunk, you know, air quotes, but yeah. it takes one little thing and it's fucking over. Like, and the night is over. Like it's, it's yeah, time. Right, yeah. you, that's it, yeah. man. Well that, and, and you know, like for me, what I noticed when my drinking was starting to get super heavy, um, you know, like I said to you earlier, I can't remember if I said it on, on the show now, but, um, you know, I was drinking up to a fifth a night, my dude, a mm. fifth of Jameson a night. And like, you know, you, you're drinking yourself. So, you know, so you, you're, to you and I, like now, now I look back and I go, what the fuck? That's a lot of fucking alcohol. But back then I was like, that ain't shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. you know, but well, I guess what I'm trying to say is I became, I was an asshole. You know what I mean? I would snap. I would snap at my sister. You know what I mean? Like, like. I had an older sister, she passed away, but my sister now who's the oldest, you know what I mean? And she just loves me and I would just be, a, I would just be an asshole to her. Like for no, you know what I mean? Just just because she wanted me to stop drinking and, um, you know, I started coming to work late after like, you know what I mean? Like consistently a lot and, and in the military that shit don't ride, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I started seeing that stuff. So like, what were, did you know you were bad? Did you know 
you know, did your music take effect? Were you not writing as much anymore? Were you like, what was going on that did you even know what was going on? Bro, I was a blackout drinker. Yeah. I didn't know, but yeah, I I was that. I became an asshole, you know, yeah. after being drunk, like, and I wouldn't remember shit, like, but they tell me, man, you was trying to fight everybody, and or you know, you was being I like, or yeah, just things that I'd be embarrassed about, you know, like the niggas are like, damn, I can't believe I did that, or like crashing cars, stuff like that. Yeah. Like, did you um? But but did you okay so yeah so you said you didn't know but um what was your wake up moment what was your aha moment uh, bro, like I, what uh, was your rock bottom did you go to jail for a while like what happened nah I've never been to jail bro never been I have, uh, that's I a got blessing a guardian angel yeah I was gonna say that's a blessing man yeah bro I, I should have been DUI I love drinking and driving bro I loved it I always had a forty or a bottle um in my between my legs drinking and driving drinking that was drive. my favorite thing bro is, always wanted to drink like i remember on mother's day a uh, few days a few years after my grandma my mom passed away and um i went to the cemetery and uh drunk as hell i had a bottle of remy with my my friend um rest in peace kwan he we went to go see his mom first right and we went to go see my mom at the cemetery both yep, yep. Both of us. and uh i was blacked out at, at, at the graveside, I remember I was, you know, crying and all this. And then we, on our way down, we left, and um, on our way down, I, I crashed at the bottom at the, cause I was going. Yeah. And then he was like, bro, he like snapped me out of it. I came to, and I was like, whoa, I was about to like, I, I hit the, slammed on the brakes, and and it still crashed. It was like a, it was in a building. It was like a high, curb, like a sidewalk, but yep. it was a high one, so yep. it just crashed. Ended up. It, it wouldn't go no more. It was stuck up there. It wouldn't back up nothing. So we just grabbed all the like alcohol and like ran. It just <laughs> left the car left. there. We abandoned it. Yeah, we. <laughs> I've I've done that before. <laughs> I actually have like, done you, that. Before. You crashed inside of a cemetery, bro. <laughs> but yeah, I did that, bro. Oh man, it's it's funny you say that. Um, I can't say his name, but I had a buddy. Uh, I had a. Uh, came back from like a 20 something hour drive, right? And I came from Minnesota all the way back down to Georgia. And that night was like Thursday night, Thirsty Thursdays, ladies night type shit. He was like, yo, I had just came in. He was like, yo, we gotta go out. I'm like, bet. So we go out and then this is no lie, man. I only had like two, three drinks, maybe four at the most, but I hadn't, but I hadn't slept in like over 30 hours. So you know how that is when you don't sleep, then you uh-huh. drink a little bit, it just amplifies oh, yeah. it. So I get to this light and I'm making this left, man. And I go to make this left hand <laughs> turn. And I went to go fuck with the radio and I look up and all I see is a car. Like I even had no time. <laughs> and instead of pressing the brake, I hit the gas. Damn. <laughs> so, so he airbags deploy, right? Air, air, airbags deploy. He gets fucked up in the yeah. face. He's out of it because he's been drinking. I go to the, I go to the sea. I'm like, yo, you know what I'm saying? So at the time, um, um, let's just say I had other things to worry about. And so I was like, yo, we got to get the fuck out of here. So like, so I grab him and we happen to be right next to these projects, man. So I, I'm, I'm taking him and we're running through these projects. You got a white boy and you got me running these projects. Dude just coming out like, hey, homie, hey, homie. I'm like, bro, man, we about to get robbed in this bitch. <laughs> we just running across because don't nobody know why we're running through here, you know? Right. And uh, so we leave the car, bro. So, so I just leave the car and, and, and you know, 
The police come take it and all that shit. And I think they did us a favor. They they knew we had been drinking, but they waited till, you know, that that yeah, morning. Yeah, to, to give us a call. They were like, you know, trying to catch us up. And I was like, yo, that wasn't me. Somebody stole the car. <laughs> but it's funny. It's funny you say that because that's, yeah, that, that fucking definitely happened to me, man. That shit's wild as fuck. Um, so was your music taking a hit, though? Was it? Like, were you writing more? I mean, because like, it can work either way, though, right? Like, yeah. That, now, I used to think that I needed to be under the influence to I heard write. you say it on, on one of Like, creative juices flowing or whatever. And then also to perform, like, on stage, I needed that liquid courage to yep. get the nerves out and all that. Nah. That shit was bullshit, though. I listen back now, and I'm like, what the fuck? That's just sound. Like, the early stuff, early mixtape stuff, you know, with, with the yeah. um, my group at the time. And it, it's just... I'm like, wow, I thought this was dope. Like at the, In the night, <laughs> you listen back to it. Yeah. That's crazy. You just reminded me, you said you were sleepy and and drunk. I, we used to always, like, to me, like being cross-faded or whatever you call it, like with the weed and the drink. Yep. Always, right? But at one point, we, me and um, a couple of friends, we would do like the... Uh, Tylenol PM, I think, or Ad, and the, the yeah. <laughs> and then fight our sleep <laughs> to stay up. Like we were young, though. It was stupid. It was just no, nah, no. Nah, nah. We so so in the military, like you know, what I'm saying when we uh, deploy, when we deploy, um, I can't speak for regular army, but for for uh, um, special operations, like whenever we go overseas, they give you Ambien, but you know, what I'm saying for the trip over, so that so that you know, what I'm saying. You're not jet lagged when you wake up the next day because usually, you know what I'm saying, we got to get to work. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, as soon as we get there, we're, we're back, we're doing missions and shit. So they want you to get some sleep. So we'll take Ambien. And, you know, after a while, you try to take two of them and you're trying to fight this shit off. You're just like, <laughs> just, <laughs> I, I remember. I remember one time, bro, we, we, I was, uh, we were deploying to Afghanistan, I think. And, um, we always stop in Germany or somewhere before you get to Afghanistan or Iraq, right? Always. And I wake up. And we get off, but it's Afghanistan. And I'm like, damn. I'm like, we in Germany? They're like, bro, we stopped in Germany. And you went out and got a subway and, and you ate and you sat next to me. And I'm like, was I awake? And they're like, yeah, bro. Yeah. I'm like, the Ambien just, you know, just just does that to you, man. And like, we'll do that and come back. And so we'll get the Ambien on the way back too. And then you'll get home and drink. And you still got that Ambien going on, bro. And I seen, bro, like this, man. I seen one of my dudes. Uh, we had been back not even a couple of hours and the Ambien was, you know what I'm saying? He was still, you know, we're all still tired from the Ambien. And then we drank yeah. and he blacked out and he beat the shit out this motherfucker's ass, man. Like beat the fuck out of him. Like to the point where he like, we're trying to mop up the blood and all that. Yeah. And come to find out afterwards, he was like, I don't even know what the hell happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was like, God damn, bro. But yeah, it's crazy you say that, man. Um, so, because, you know, like you were just saying right now about the creativity, like a lot of people think that you know what I'm saying? Like, it's funny for you, for me to hear you say that because your music's amazing. Because your music's amazing. So, like, it's 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 cool to see that different perspective. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and somebody go, nah, man, like, I listen back now. You know what I mean? And my music's a lot better now sober than it was before. So, it's kind of weird you say that. Um, or interesting, I should say. Um, yeah, man. So, let's talk about uh, uh, your albums, man. Take me through uh, that first one was uh, liquor store, liquor store, lot liquor stores and lotteries. Yeah, was that what was going on during that album? Like, what was going yeah. on in your life at that time? You know what I mean? Was that kind of like, 
um, where you just starting to realize a, I mean, you know, cause I'm just going off with the album and the liquor stores and lottery, I guess is what I'm just kind of going off of like, what was going on in your life? Yeah. Like in your life at that time. I was, I was just getting sober. Like I actually started a SoundCloud, right. To, and I was just recording it off of, I didn't have no studio situation or anything. I was just recording off the, the Apple, you know, the regular. Oh, ear, okay. But, Earphones, yeah, and into the, right into the. Really? Yeah, so the, the quality was terrible, but the content was pretty pretty dope. And that's what kept me, like the serenity prayer kept yep. me sober, bro. The first 90 days where, you know. It's tough. I was going to, I was going to meetings like two and three times a day, bro. Constant, I didn't have a job at the time. I was, I was doing real bad, bro. Like the, the day I, I found um, a, the group, I I I I wasn't getting let in the, in the in the place right. Like my wife had like said, nope, you can't come in. You you, you drink, you can't come. Right. So I'm like, I'm desperate, right? I'm I'm like, it's raining, bro. I walk like, I don't know, miles, bro, to to this place, and I can't even find it when I get there. I, I go the wrong way on the street that it was on. I go the opposite way. Yeah. Then I turn around and I go the right way i go back the other way i'm like okay here it is i found it i go in and i sit in the corner in the back the dark corner as we all do on the first time <laughs> and i'm quiet i'm like scared to be there i'm like just listening and i heard something bro yeah that i it just the light went off like oh this is where i belong right this is i found it like and and i i just kept coming back bro when they told me just come keep coming back and that's what I did, bro. And I, I, I'm just super grateful for that, bro, because it saved my life, literally, bro. And that was in uh, 2016, right? About ish. Um, well, no, I got sober. I have it here, bro. <laughs> I got sober in 2012, bro. Oh damn! October 17, 2012. Well, congrats, my dude. You know what's funny? I finished treatment October. I think it was like 15th of 2019, 2019. So that's, yeah, man, that's an interesting month. Yeah, yeah. Well, congrats, man. Thank you, bro. Congrats, and, and man. And by the way, thank you for your service, bro. I, nah, man, I appreciate I, it, yeah. I, I had the utmost respect for- Thank you for the support, man. Shit, I appreciate it, service, we all appreciate bro. it, yeah. Um, yeah, so 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 that was the reason I asked you about liquor store and lottery because I kind of knew that I had to do like, Something about sobriety, you know what I mean? Something about that period of time frame. That's kind of why I asked that because you know I'm saying I was just kind of going off of that. Um, did you, your second album, Whirlwind, I know that one, you know, tell me a little bit of that, about that album. Cause, um, cause this one's a little different. Yeah, that was, I tried to um, put in like a little bit of some for everybody in a way, you know, some yeah. for the girl, some for the, you know, fella, something to just, I tried to be versatile on that album. That's why it was a whirlwind because it was a, yeah. a mixture of shit, like random stuff put together. It wasn't really no structure to it, you know. I like it, man. I like it. So, so you, so you've been putting out an album, we're at uh, 18 and 19 then, huh? So you just been putting them out lately? <clears throat> like, yeah. well, I mean, like in the last, I shouldn't say lately, but like at least, at least once a year so far. Yeah, um, I, every at least at like every couple years, I think ever since I started 
back recording at the studio. So, I, so I remember. I mean, I skipped this part, uh, part about liquor nah. stores and lottery was. So my bro Malachi, yep. he's also somebody who helped me get sober by giving me, you know, showing me tough love because he wasn't messing with me, bro. <laughs> my alcohol got so out of control where he he was like, bro, nah, like. He oh. cut me off basically like, bro, no. Get your, he told me this. He said, get your mind right. Right. Get your mind right. I remember that vividly, bro. Like it was yesterday. And I took that really like I took heat. Like I took I took I took it to heart. And then so when after I after like a year of being sober, I was like, actually it was a couple years. I reached back out to him, bro, because he wasn't he was not messing with me. He was like, nah, bro, you right. you, you got a problem. You gotta do something. And so I reached back out to him like, bro, uh, you know, I, I heard you like I, I, I took your advice. I, been, I got help. That's you know respect, I mean? man. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and then he re, he like, all right, cool. So we met up and we, you know, we talked, we got some food and and I was like, bro, I want to work on an album. Like, I, I'm, I got my mind right. I'm ready. Like, he like, all right. So that's where that came from. We. I started, rec- he, he engineered all my albums to this day. Like he's the one who records me and mixes my stuff. That's and dope, man. Puts it out for me. Yeah. So I, I'm forever grateful to him. For, um, know, for, no, no, go ahead. Sorry. I, sorry. I cut you off. Go ahead. No, nah, I mean, because when I got sober, bro, I lost a lot of friends, you know, <laughs> Other my drinking buddies, all that. They, they're like, oh, you ain't drinking. Uh, we don't. Well, you must be reading my mind right now. You must be reading my mind because I swear to God that was going to be my next question is, is did you have to change your environment because you got to? You know what For I mean? Sure. Um, me and my girl just had, me and my, I call her my girl because she's my girl. She's my best friend. But my wife, um, um, we just had this conversation the other day because uh, we got a friend um, that was just going to treatment. And, you know, her and I were talking because, you know, um, I'm sober and so is my wife. She's been sober now two years. But um, yeah, man. But you know, like I was telling her to tell her, to tell her, uh, our friend is you got to change your environment, man. Like you, like you're gonna have to. Like if you live in an apartment building and you've been doing, you know, whatever with all your neighbors, you can't go back to there. You can't go to treatment for thirty days, sixty days, come back to the same place where all your shit was. Like, like you gotta you keep going to the to the barber shop you're gonna get your hair cut exactly man and and a lot of people don't understand that you know what i mean um so like you know it's just for me when i came back from treatment um i've got first of all i don't hang out with too many people i've got a very small soaker so i only got i'm saying like two three maybe my best friends that are here and even when i came back because i don't want them to stop doing what they're doing i was just like yo man i'm gonna need two months to kind of for me to get right you know what i mean um, right. until I'm comfortable to be back around it. And, and you know what I mean? Luckily for me, I've got, yeah. Yeah. So like, luckily for me, I've got them, them great, uh, friends, but I was scared to ever go to a restaurant with alcohol with, because I was scared. Cause I was like, man, like I know yeah. I don't want to drink, but man, it's going to look good. You know what I mean? I, I identify with you, bro. I was terrified. I couldn't go to where I knew it was at. Yeah. You know? Cause I didn't know if I had the willpower to, to, that's what it is. Yeah, it's, it's, it's exactly, man. Like, I mean, think about it. So, cause let's just say you and I started drinking about the same time, right? You're talking almost 30 years, 30 plus years, right? Is that of, of just drinking? You know, that's a long time, man. I mean, well, yeah. So 
Yeah, it'll be 30-something years. So, like, you got to think, that's a habit, man, that you're trying to fucking break, and you've been doing it for, <laughs> for over two and a half decades, man. But it, it feels amazing once you, like... There was a point for me, you know, like I went to treatment, I felt good. I came back, I was doing the I was doing the little outpatient and I was doing the meetings, but I felt good. Like it took me about three months and I was like, huh. Like I feel fucking amazing. Like I feel good. Mm-hmm. Like I'm waking up good. I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm not just sweating like a stuck pig because I drink all the damn time, you know what I'm saying? Like, so like it, it's amazing, man. Did you did you feel that? Like, how soon after you were getting sober did you did you know, all right, this is it. Like, I'm not going back to that shit anymore. Nah, bro. I still, to this day. I, it's tough. I know, I know I'm not, like, cured or whatever. Yeah. I'm, I still see it as well, poison, bro. Of course. Like, it would definitely kill me if I try it. Like, because to this day, like, when I see nude, I just saw, bro, a pineapple and, and Patron ad and it, I, my mouth watered bro i was salivating at the mouth like damn that looks so bomb pineapple is my favorite fruit yeah. bro, like, and i'm like that i never tasted it so I, I, I get curious i start romancing the drink you know like or entertaining the thought of i wonder what that tastes like oh my god like see just now t- talking about it my mouth. <laughs> you know you know what's funny like um so I was good, man. Um, I, I, I was taking shots. I was taking, sh- you know, the vitrol. Is it called vitrol, I think, or vitrol or some shit? But anyways, I was taking the shots, and I was good. I stopped the shots after a year. And like you said about being strong enough, I thought I was like, it was all me. But the shots was helping for me. So, like, it, I quit the shot. And then it was maybe like three months after the, that, that, just exactly what you're saying. Like, I'd be somewhere, and I'd see a beard or something. And I'm like... God damn, that beer probably tastes good as fuck, man. <laughs> like, like it'd be you're like stressed out or something. Bro. Like, but that's why now I just um, avoid all that shit. You know what I mean? Like, I go to a restaurant now and, and then just eat and and yeah. you know, grab something and go. But like, I try not to go to a like a, an actual bar and grill if that makes sense and, and sit nowhere near the bar. Then I'm good to go. You know what I mean? I'm all right. Um, but uh, so sober thoughts, man. Sober thoughts. That's almost seven years after you got sober. Yeah, bro. That's my. Sorry, all that. Sorry, all that that's... album, bro. Huh? I put my heart and soul into that, bro. Like, I bro. like all three of them, but if I had to choose one of my favorites, so Sober Thoughts is dope, man. Like, it's dope. It's dope as fuck. Thank uh, you, brother. What? Uh, tell me about uh, uh, comes and goes comes and goes oh yeah that's about you know like not to base your happiness on material things pretty much you know like and to just know that it's okay like if if you're struggling it it, you know it's gonna be better it's gonna be all right just just keep you know right man and and uh just giving people also like hope who feel like they don't Cause bro, if I could do it, bro, anybody can do it, bro. Just don't drink, no matter what, bro. Like that's all I say, no matter what. I, I really thought I had to really put that to the test when my dad passed away in November, bro. Oh shit, sorry, I, I hit really up, bro. Thought that was gonna be my my relapse, bro. Like my biggest challenge up today. Like I won. I was scared, bro. I was trying to mentally prepare myself for that day, and there's no preparing for it. But by God's grace, bro, I didn't drink. I didn't pick up a drink, and um. 
you know, I was able to to feel that and go, go through that. I still feel it to this day, bro. I mean, and it's only been like, you know, a few months, but. Yeah. Let me um, ask you this. Are you scared to drink or are you scared to go back? You dig what I'm saying? I'm scared to go back, bro. Like, right? I'm, scared. I, I, I'm not, I, one is not enough and, or wait, one is too many and a thousand is not enough, bro. That was me. Like, I can't stop. I lost control, bro. Right. I wish I, ha- I wish I had the ability to drink one or two and stop, you know? You, bro, you just said that so perfectly. That's my problem. <laughs> it's not the drinking. I just drink too fucking much is what it is. You know it's what stopping. It, it's stopping, yes. It, it, it really is, man. Like, you know, and so like when I told you I was drinking a fifth, I was drinking a fifth on a Monday through Friday because I had to work. So I was, you know, a good, a good alcoholic. You know what I'm saying? I don't exceed my limit. You know what I mean? But yeah, then, but then on the, like, I justify it like that. But then on the weekends, I'm drinking a fifth and I go, huh, let me get another pint, you know, <laughs> just to, just yeah. to, just to top it all. Cause it's the weekend. So I, you know, and I'm, I'm drinking that extra. Uh, but yeah, man, it's, 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 it's yeah. Uh, let's take a second and let me, uh, Play a little clip of uh, Give Me a Reason, if that's cool. Actually, let's talk, uh, uh, no, uh, we just talked about coming and goes. Uh, Give Me a Reason is the one out, yeah. So at, where, what was going on at that time when you were writing that? Give Me a Reason. I was kind of pulling from my childhood from that one, like, give me a reason why I shouldn't just say fuck it, right? Give right. me a reason why I shouldn't just start claiming something, like a gang, right? Like, why not join? Yep. Like, um, because I, I mean, I grew up, I've seen a lot of, you know, death, bro, and a lot of, I don't know, bro, I, I was, um, it wasn't because of lack of opportunity, bro. Right. It was all that, I just, I don't know, I, I just needed some type of, that, that was for like the little kid who's, who's in that situation, bro, and feels like, you know, why not, fuck it, like. I'm, I'm, I'm damned if I do, damned if I don't. But right. I don't know, bro. I just I resonate with that song, man, <clears throat> um, a lot. Uh, give me a reason to. Um, I probably played actually. I, I play this one a lot more than any other ones um, because I I feel it, man. You know what I'm saying? I I, I feel it. Because um, when I was in my darkest times, whenever I hear this, I go, you know, what I'm saying I think about that. Give me a reason, like you know what I mean, like spray this shit up or blow my brains out or you know what I'm saying do that or do this like like just give me a fucking reason man you know and um yeah man I I think it's an amazing song let's play a little uh clip is that cool for sure Since I was a toddler, we all have problems. It just helps me to write mine down in the form of rhymes. 
share them on the mic Might seem a bit strange, but it works You should try it If it wasn't for a pen and page, I probably would've died Whenever I felt pain that I felt I couldn't grasp But holding up my rage translates into me asking you to Give me a reason why I shouldn't just say fuck it Give me a reason why I shouldn't just Bro, I fucks with this 110%, man I fucking love that song, man Uh, yeah, bro you know, you say a lot of things in that verse right there, man. And, you know, I, I think what people, um, you know, when they're going through all this stuff is is finding an outlet, finding something, you know, like for you, it's writing stuff down and, you know what I'm saying, putting it to the mic and putting it to the beat, um, you know, and it's replacing that bottle, replacing that drug, repl whatever <clears throat> whatever it is that you got going on, it's replacing it, right, with with that positive, and turn it in. Oh, no, I'm yeah. no, I'm sorry, second, because I had you, I had you uh, cut off. Uh, that was my fault. Oh, no worries. No, I say, like you said, just channeling, channeling that negative energy and turning it into a positive, bro. Right. Whatever, whatever it might be, it can be. It don't have to necessarily be writing. It could be whatever your passion is, your hobby. You know, knitting, whatever, bro. We right. I mean, I mean, just kind of replacing. It. And I think you know. Do you feel? I mean, obviously, because you're because you're sober. But do you look back and go, man, I'm so much fucking happier now. I'm so much in a better place in my life, like you know, mentally and, and just excuse me, guys, uh, physically. Um, it it just feels amazing, doesn't it? Like when you replace all that negativity with that positivity, and you, st and you and it just the more and more you stay positive. I found the more and more I you know I, I I wake up happy, and you know if I have a bad day, I I smile. I do something. I find something to make me happy to change that because I know. It, for me, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? People like you and I, if we stay in that red for too fucking long, you know what I mean? It's going to be yeah. easy to go make a run to the store or, you know what I mean? To, to, to go do whatever. So, um, you know, it's, 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 it's all about finding that man and staying positive, man, and staying happy. And, and, you know, I see, I've been, you know what I'm saying? The, uh, Gusta Colden line and, you know, I see the YouTube channel and, you know, I was, uh, listening on there and reading on there how, you know, one thing you said, it's about, you know, uh, black and brown unity and, and supporting each other and positive vibes and positive energy. And I was like, Pff. like people don't, huh? Most definitely, bro. That's how I started off. You know, I wanted to shed light on black and brown unity. I, I was watching, I was seeing a lot of like, the opposite of that being circulated on social media and stuff and right. uh just stuff that created tension between black and brown and and that shit goes viral and then people swear that it's a, like a race war going on but they don't show the other side where we're neighbors and we get yeah, along and yeah we, you know we look out for each other like we're we're friends you know we're family bro like right it's, it's so many like you know it's, it's a mixture now but like it's you know there's mixed kids all over exactly <laughs> like, man. you got black and brown right in your family literally so and i just hate when people bunch a whole race together because of one individual of incident they say oh they're all like they, like no that ignorant motherfucker was the one who did that exactly that. yeah so i just wanted to show the other side as best as i could I, i'm not really I didn't go to school for none of this, bro. I don't, I, I'm lacking resources as far as like, I'm not really tech savvy. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just dove in, bro. And, and I've been learning as I go and watching tutorials on YouTube or stuff like that, bro. That's how and I do, my dude. <laughs> yeah. Man, like, 
my first couple episodes gave me a headache trying to do the the audio shit on here. Like it was always all fucked up because, <laughs> like like you said, man. Like one, I'm too fucking old for this shit. I'm too old for all this like technology, man, and making sure you know I'm I'm not, I'm not hip on it. It's but like you said. Thank God for YouTube, because now I just sit here if I need to fix an audio or something, I just sit here and watch a 30 minute, 15 minute video on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, yeah. so so you got the clothing line, Gusto. You got the same name, right, for uh, the uh, YouTube, right? The Gusto? The channel, yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to change it, I think, to uh, the Gusto by Guti, because when you search... Uh, the gusto other stuff pops other, up. It, it yeah. does a lot of stuff. Other yeah, 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 I noticed yeah, that but, too. So I'm, I think yeah, I'm a, I'm in the process of changing the the, the YouTube channel's name to the Gusto by Guti. Hell yeah! Um, but yeah, so that when I type that in, yeah, it comes right up. But all right, um, but yeah, the door started opening up, bro. Left and right, I wasn't even prepared for it, but I just how does it feel after getting sober? It's still you still have your shitty days, you know, where you feel depressed and yeah. I I, I, stu- I struggle with anxiety a lot, bro. You know what I mean? Like, but um, it, it's way I wouldn't trade it for the world, bro. I'd rather have these issues that I have today, yep. sober, than to you know go back to to that, bro. Is well, you don't deal with you don't deal with things uh, as well when you're under the influence. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like you just don't like your, your, your problem solving becomes all fucked up and, and skewed. And you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm the same way, bro. Like I enjoy this and I, and, and, and not that I was a completely negative person, but now on this route that I'm on, you know what I mean? Being positive all the time. Like, I just feel like a better person now, like just as a whole, like internally, like feeling wise, I just feel better like every day, you know what I mean? And, and um, you know, like we talked about earlier, it's all about surrounding um, your the people you're around with, man, with, with with positivity. You know what I mean? Like you got you gotta you gotta get that negativity out of your life. You know what I mean? If if people at your table are not being positive, man, it ain't gonna take too much longer before you're pulled into their to their dark storm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, either you got to be able to like separate that shit, you know, and 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 get back to your side, or you just got to be able to like get rid of those people altogether and stay focused on your grind and stay. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you whoever's at your table, y'all eating together. You know what I mean? And y'all mm-hmm. st- and and y'all moving towards the uh, uh, same direction towards positivity and growth, mm-hmm. and you know what I mean? Um, being a service to others, you know that a big one you're like yeah man it helps me stay sober bro I, when i do something for somebody it I, you know it's a selfish thing in a way because right. me helping someone it's helping me stay sober so yeah no know. i feel you i feel you man and like nothing in return bro because it's like the what it's doing for me is it's priceless bro like feels it amazing really helps you stay sober yeah and it comes full circle like i mean it comes back to you when you when you put that type of energy out into the universe it comes back tenfold bro facts my dude facts man you 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 my uh my wife just sent me a thing the other day where it said uh the input that you put the the input that you put in is the output that you get out you know what i mean so whatever mm-hmm. you throwing out there is exactly what you're gonna get back my dude you know what i mean if you're mm-hmm. the fucking disgusting horrible human being that's all you gonna get at the, huh? Yeah, that karma, bro. That, that karma's a bitch, man, and it'll come back. You know what I mean? Um, that's a. 
Let me ask you this, man, because like I'm, you know, like now we have this conversation real quick, and I'm thinking back, like that's not a hard concept, but I don't know how I couldn't figure that out before. You know what I mean? Like just to, <laughs> like I couldn't, like now just thinking about it over here, like damn, man, like why, why haven't I just always been like this? Because this is this is easy to do. Like it's it's very easy to do. You know what simple. I mean? Keep it simple. Yeah, keep it simple, stupid, man. You know, I mean that's just that's just what it is, man. And and uh, but you know. I don't think that we, we people like you and I or anybody would be who they are today if you did not take that path through that fucking dark storm. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. For sure. Because now you can speak from experience, you know, share your experience, strength and hope. You know? Right. Right, man. Not. And, not yeah. And, I can, <laughs> no, no, go ahead. No, I'm like I'm qualified to talk about. Like, yeah. Because if you like somebody telling you, you know, so, oh, don't do that. Like, did you ever like, you know, you kind of. The message, you know, exactly coming from somebody who's actually been through it is it, it, it holds more weight, in my opinion. Like, you know, a hundred, no, hundred and ten percent, man. Uh, you know, that's just like this. Like, if you went to a, a treatment facility, you know, like sometimes, so well, actually, you know what, let me retract this. Um, you know, on all my podcasts, and you asked me something in the beginning, I, I can't remember if we were recording or not, but you asked me, uh, what made me start this. Um, you know, for me, it was this, it was, um, you know, like I said, I had been deploying since the war had started, you know what I'm saying? So I've been staying busy, you know, deploying, I've been special operations. Um, and for me, I would go to these therapists, these psychiatrists, right? They had never been to Iraq or Afghanistan, had never taken a life, hadn't, you know, I had mm. never done all that shit, but you sitting there trying to tell me how I'm feeling yeah. and, and what I'm going through. Yeah. Like, how can I take your word for bond? How can I listen to you try to heal me when you're just going by a textbook? Right. Textbooks don't always got the answers. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. textbooks, you know what I mean? That shit, that, that shit sometimes got some false shit in it. But, you know, for me, it was who better to understand anybody who is going through something than somebody that has gone through it. Mm -hmm. You dig what I'm saying? And, 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 you know, for me to have you on here is, is just huge because hearing your story and seeing where you came from and all, you know what I'm saying? Everything that you've gone through to be where you're at today and the t you know what I'm saying? To see your positivity and see your grind is, yeah. is just inspiring as fuck, man. It's inspiring as fuck, you know what I mean? And I love it. And I'm hoping somebody out there can, you know, that's either gone through something similar to yours go, yo, if they can do it, if he can do it, and you know what I mean? And, and he's putting out this type of music and he's grinding, he's got this shit going, I could do it too. That's exactly. That's what it's all about, bro. Trying right. to inspire like, at least one person, bro. Bro, that's all if you I, need. If I can help one person to inspire them to, to st you know, start. Because, all right, for like example, you mentioned counseling, bro. Yep. I was, I was, like, it took me. Like, I would, I, I went. First time I went, I hated it. Second time I went, I, I hated it. I went. Like, it didn't do nothing for me, right? I had to switch, uh, find a different therapist. Didn't really like it until I found one, bro. That that I really like clicked with, and and I I kept going back to her, and she helped me. Like I, therapy is very, it's helpful, bro. I I would really recommend it to anyone, and not to just like forget that stigma of oh you you crazy. You you need to go to see a counselor. That's what's wrong with you. Like be a man. Like, yeah. You know, like you're weak or something. Like you less than a man or less of a man for for seeking help, nah, bro. You you strong. That makes you strong to, to have that. You know to go. 
yeah. actually like be like, yo, I need to talk to someone because I don't know how how to deal with this. Like, instead of bottling it up inside and then snapping or whatever, like, you know, because you can erupt, bro. Oh, like bro, you volcano. Yeah, bro, you bottle, you bottle that. Sh- Ooh, my God, like, nah, like you keep bottling that shit up, you know. Um, so it's 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 kind of funny you say that because I'm from Africa, and and. You and I have like our cultures, like my, mine and your, you know, saying our cultures of the immigrant mindset. Like, mm-hmm. first of all, counseling and therapy ain't in our fucking vocabulary. You know what I mean? Nope. Like, nope. like, like, like that ain't shit. That shit ain't. Like, I couldn't go to my to my parents and be like, "Yeah, I'm doing counseling." They look at you like I'm fucking crazy. Like, why you need to go yeah. talk to somebody for it? like, like? My t- you tell me, man, tie your nuts in a knot and <laughs> deal with it. Be a man. Like that's what I swear my dad. That's what he'll tell me. Tie my nuts in a knot. That's that immigrant mindset, man, because they ain't believe in that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, like I told my sister not long ago, man. I go, you need to go to a counselor. You need a therapist or something. And she got pissed as fuck. <laughs> She's like, I don't. You're right. No, people to get to take offense to that. Like, I mean, but we're the same way. You couldn't call me an alcoholic. No. Wait, I, gotta, I ain't no fucking alcoholic. <laughs> nah. Now I say that shit with pride. Like, yo. My name is Guthy and I'm an alcoholic. Yeah, man. In recovery, you know, but and and well, you know, um, that's a sign of strength, though. It's 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 a sign of strength. And the reason mm-hmm. you and I could not have ever admitted that before because we were weak. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like like Our pride we were, too. Like, yeah, we that pride. Ego. We had too much pride, and you know what I'm saying? And, and, and it ended up being a weakness. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, like you said, honestly, like. There was not a way that you were gonna tell me that I had a drinking problem. Like you just weren't gonna, you, you just weren't gonna tell me that. You know what I mean? Cut you out or cut you off. Like, well, because you know, like you said earlier, a functional alcoholic. Like I was still going to work. I was still doing everything I needed to do. So, like in my mind, I'm like, I ain't doing shit wrong. Like, like fuck it. Like I'm gonna keep doing me. Can't uh, <laughs> tell me nothing. Yeah, but you know. Having the right therapist, the right counselor, man, is the key because what people don't understand is you got to talk about shit. And you know what, man? If, if you're one of those people that think that going to a counselor or whatever is, is, is weak-minded, you do the same shit with your boys. Mm-hmm. The same shit you do at a counselor, you're just paying them a lot of more money than you pay your homie. You know what I mean? But you get what I'm saying? Like, I sit there and talk to my boys like that. that like, after I came back, that became my other therapy is... Um, you know, because I was the same thing as you. Like, I had to find a certain therapist because, like, I couldn't say certain things because then they just take it as you trying to harm yourself or you trying to harm others. And you're like, no, nah, I'm just, I'm just, like, letting these feelings out. Like, I just got these feelings. I'm just letting them out. Like, I'm not going to go do nothing crazy. But you, you, you do the same thing you do in therapy, but you do it with your homeboys. Yeah, but you don't have to worry about nobody passing judgment that's, on you or it's, them it's, telling it's very somebody. It's yeah, like it's very true. Over. So you can trust fully to know that it's very staying true. right there. That's very true. That part right there is, is, is just hope. It, oh man, it is, man. And and you know, it's fun. It, I'm glad you said what you said because it takes time, and a lot of people don't understand. And nobody told me that, Gucci. Like no, like nobody told me it was going to take time to find a motherfucking. You know what I mean? To find the right one. I thought like I'm gonna go get one and we gonna bond. You know what I'm saying we gonna bond and it's gonna be a good connection. Nah, man. Like it took me at least maybe five, six, something like that, at least to find yeah. the right one. And I don't know if it was the same for you, but for me, the right one was for like, when she talked to me a certain way, I was like, all right, 
I was like, right, I can fuck with her. You know what I mean? Because yeah, she yeah. would tell me shit like, now what the hell were you thinking? What the fuck? You know what I mean? I'd be like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's how when I went the, the first time I went to a meeting, yeah. that's what I heard. I was like, man, I'm a motherfucking, I'm a piece of shit. I'm like, what the? Oh, okay. Like, it wasn't like that holier than thou stuff that yeah. I would see at church, you know, or hear like, and then I just hypocritical shit. Like, yep. Exactly. And, like, just, and that's it, what. Go ahead. No, no, it's, 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 I think it's better when somebody's talking like that. You know what I mean? It, it, cause it makes you more comfortable. You're like, all right, like now let's get down to business because now I know the type of, uh, meeting this is going to be like, this ain't going to be no bullshit. You know what I mean? And that was a huge help to me. Before I forget, I, I, I gotta mention that if you can't, for, for somebody who might not be able to afford counseling, that there, there's programs out there that can get you free free counseling and therapy, man. Like just look, 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 look into it. I, I got my first through my job. My job offered um like eight free counseling sessions. That's dope. And so I, I took advantage of that, bro. Just go talk to your HR or whoever you need to talk to and they could probably set you up with something if you you know, just tell them like, yeah, I'm kinda stressed out, you know, I got some problems yeah. or something. Yeah. It, a lot of us don't know that, and no a, a lot of people no don't. Yeah, exact, yo, like if you want something, like you gonna find a way. You know what I mean? And 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 you just said it perfectly. But that's also the other thing. You know, on top of like uh, how we grew up. You know what I mean? Like talking about our cultures. It's not therapy's not a thing. Then you know what I'm saying you got your homeboys or family. You know what I'm saying cousins and shit. That you know what I mean. So like, and then you have all that with the stigma and the people. But a lot of us just don't even know that they're all are all these uh, opportunities and these in these programs out there to help you. You know what I'm saying? A lot, a lot, a lot of people don't know that. And I'm glad you said that, man, because I'm going to definitely make sure to uh, plug that in. Um, and so so people understand, because like you said, man, no excuses. No excuses for that positivity, man. Um, what is what is next for you, my dude? Like, what's going on next? What, what do you got going on next? Man, you, I'm just... Like you know, always taking it one day at a time, bro. <laughs> you got any? And, uh, so I know you just put out that album. Um, are you working on another one here? Yeah, I'm always working on always music, working. bro. Like I, when I said I stopped pursuing it, I didn't quit music. Like I didn't right. just stop. I'm always do music, bro, till I, you know, gray and old, you know. Right, right, <laughs> right. Not me, yeah. But um, so yeah, I, always doing music. I'm just not really, that's not my main focus as far as I'm trying to make it like as a rapper. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm really focused on my, the YouTube channel, you know, and I'm um, trying to grow that little, you know, organically. And, and the, the, the clothing, the brand is that also is another um, thing that I'm pursuing. Right. And it's been going good, bro. Like I've been blessed, you know, and that was one of the doors that opened when they said, keep coming back, it gets better. Yeah, it just, it, it, it did, and it, it has. And it's just, right. Uh, there's no limits, bro, to where you can get, bro. It just, just. Exactly, my dude. Yeah, just put your, go for the gusto, man. <laughs> go for the gusto. I love that, man. I, I didn't know, I had no experience. I didn't know any, I still don't know a lot, bro, but. But like I've you said, though, learning, 
if you want, like, like if you want something, you're going to do what the fuck you, you know what I'm saying? Whatever you can to get to that goal. You know what I mean? If you got that, 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 that distant, you know what I'm saying? You're going to do everything that you can to, um, um, get there, man. And you know, I'm the same way, my dude. Like, I'll be honest, man. I didn't listen to too many podcasts before I started my podcast. Like, you know what I'm saying? I would listen, like Joe Rogan was my huge, huge inspiration. You know what I mean? Um, but podcasts are all about finding something that resonates with you. You know what I'm saying? Something you're related to. And that's what keeps you interested in like, you know, there wasn't too much out there besides like the Joe Rogan shit. But, um, you know, I didn't know shit about, you know, using audition and doing all this fucking audio and video. Like I didn't know none of that shit, man. But I, you know, like you said, um, I replaced going out with now sent here working on my p- podcast and, you know, trying to improve how I do ed- my, my editing and, you know what I mean? Just doing that shit. I just watch YouTube videos all the time, man. Um, so yeah, man, it's, it's, it's like you said earlier, man, no, no fucking excuses. I mean, that's really it. No excuses. Where there's a will, there's a way. There, re- there really is, that's, man. That's, that's what happened with, when the pandemic hit. Like I got furloughed from my job shortly after and I was, I just had, you know, you said idle time is the devil's work. It's the devil, man. So I, I got busy learning, bro. I started studying and how to, you know, and little by little, bro, I started, it was the channel. My son, my son, my eight-year-old son said, daddy, I want to start a YouTube channel. I didn't know how to help him out. I didn't know how to help him. So I started learning how to do it. I'm like, all right, baby, we'll, we'll start a YouTube channel for you. Right. And um, so I started a YouTube channel. Like, this is going to be my trial and error type of Dope. But it, yeah, I was inspired because I was going to the protests and, and I was getting kind of backlash from for going to support Black Lives Matter. And Oh, really? And from the... From my own people. My really? own Rasa, bro. They were like, man, you look stupid. Or, like, or I was seeing videos of people saying, like, you know... Just ignorant stuff, bro. Nah, so I, I got like, you. you see, see, and that's just the negativity motherfuckers don't need around, like, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but, um, yeah, man. Shit. Well, I appreciate you coming on, man. Straight the fuck up, man. Uh, and I hope to have you back here again. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Well, this was awesome, bro. I appreciate you. Yeah, man. Um, do me a favor, man. Tell everybody, before you do that, before you do this, I want to uh, take us out with what's your, what is your your favorite song that you got on all your albums? Like, what is your like? If you were to pick one song out of all three albums right now, um, damn, it's out of holier uh, than I, thou, huh? It's out of holier than thou and uh, probably blank cassettes. Even though that's like just like an interlude, but I like blank cassettes a lot. Um, but that, holier than thou, though, that one's really. Blank sets. That one's on the. Uh... Blank sets is on sober thoughts and. Um, Did I? Holier than thou is the first track on um, whirlwind. Let's go. Yeah, it's available on all platforms. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Well, so before we do that, um, tell people break it down for people where they can find you, where they can find your clothing line, where they can find you on YouTube, you know, all that shit everywhere. Yeah, so um, my Instagram handle is at Guti7Goot. Well, that's my personal um, Instagram. But my the Gusto is uh, Guti's Gusto, at Guti's Gusto. It's just G-U-T-Y-S-G-U-S-T-O. And, and that's on IG, right? 
Yeah. Yep. It's on IG. And then on YouTube, you can just search um, The Gusto by Guti and I'll pop up. Subscribe and follow and all that good stuff. I appreciate the support. Yeah. And um, the, 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 you can find the, for now, the, the merch is, uh, I got a hat right here. We got shirts and, so, um, sweatsuits, shorts, a bunch of cool stuff, man. You can see it on the, um, the Instagram for now. I'm working on the website as okay. I speak, but yeah, I don't have, I don't have it yet. So, all right. Well, I'm going to um, make sure that you guys have all that down in the description um, of this episode. Um, I'm also going to, uh, you know, obviously 110% plug them up on my um, IG. Uh, so, you know, you guys can find all that information on there and on the uh, information at the bottom of this uh, podcast. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and let y'all out with the holier, on the, holier, holier than thou. Uh, Gucci, man, I appreciate it again. I appreciate you. I appreciate you Thank telling you. your story. Shout out to... You found through life, bro. Appreciate it, man. Salute, salute, yeah, man. Appreciate it, my dude. And uh, I look forward, man, to hearing more from you. I hear. Uh, uh, I look forward to getting back with you, sitting back again. I've got a short little series now that I do. Uh, they're about thirty to forty-five minutes. So hopefully, I can get you back here again, and we can do a little bit something a little more. You know, just a little focus oriented for like thirty minutes or whatever, man. No doubt. No um, doubt. I'm, I'm all for it, bro. Just let, let but I know. wanna, I wanna get your music out there, man. I really do, cause I, it's something about it that I just love, man. So, uh, hang on for a second. Let's play just a couple. You know, what I'm saying a couple seconds of this, and I'm gonna let y'all out. Appreciate everybody. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Guti, uh, the gusto. Appreciate you coming on, sharing your story. Like I said, again, man. I appreciate it. Hey, y'all, check it out. Check out. Whirlwind uh, Liquor Store and uh, Lottery uh, Liquor Stores and Lottery uh, Whirlwind and Sober Thoughts All on all Right on all platforms for uh, music Yes sir Alright man he goes holier than that y'all But by God's grace That go out Check it out, man. Check out his albums. Check him out. Support him. Support his channel. Uh, man, just support y'all. Much love and respect. Spread positivity and energy, man. Love y'all. Gucci again. Much respect. I appreciate you coming on, my guy. Much love, brother. Much respect. And uh, thanks again, bro. God bless.